If you love what we do, then please consider supporting Cryptfail on Patreon. Your support helps us grow and to create more content more often. And now, on with the show. Episode 1 is The Forgotten Forge. Shan is called the City of Towers and the most populous city in the realm. It is a centre of commerce and diplomacy. It has been only a handful of years since the catastrophic civil war has ended. The realm has been left in a state of disarray and for many towns shortages of food and illness are rife. It is into this uneasy peace that our troop of makeshift heroes finds themselves. Wait, do we know each other? Yes. Uh, do, that, oh, that, that's, that will, that's handy. That will make it easier for the GM. <laughs> and for us. So it's a, it's a multi-level towers that reach into the sky several hundred feet. And some of the towers are joined together by what's called sky bridges. So, before we get into it, you should introduce yourselves and what do you look like and what does each of the other know about you? Oh crap, I ah. hadn't thought that far ahead. <laughs> I know, I know what I know about me, but mm. well, how uh, how forthcoming are you? That that girls go first. Uh, Aren't you playing? Oh, yeah, wait, go I'm ahead, go ahead, Blue. Oh, I'll smeg. It's only one girl in this party. <sighs> okay. So, my character's name is obviously Blue, and you probably suspect that it's because of her really uh, uh, deep blue eyes that she has. She's a female, five foot nine tall. She looks fairly athletic, but she's also very slim and very attractive, uh, with uh, sort of shoulder length blonde hair. The cleric knows her through their, uh, both of their, I guess they both, both worship the same deity, Baldre, so that might be a reason why they're both sort of hanging together. I guess what you would know about her is that, uh, judging by the, what she wears, uh, she doesn't wear chainmail all the time. She has a donkey with her called Lettuce. That, that The donkey usually stores her weapons and armour. She generally doesn't wear her armour all the time. Um, but when she does, so you probably recognise her as a paladin. And she's, I guess, out to uh, help people. Cool. Emily, do you want to go next? I, c- I can. All right. So I am playing Finn, who is a cleric. And yes, as Adam mentioned, the cleric and the paladin share the same deity. So that would explain maybe why they are hanging out together. Uh, he's a halfling. So, quite short. He's about three feet tall. Um, as for what people would know about him, 
I don't know, he's pretty uncomplicated. He also wants to help people. He is generally pretty cheerful and yeah, likes healing people. So my character is Malik and uh, they are a rogue. You probably don't know too much about them. They haven't revealed their their past too much. They're 5'8", uh, so probably uh, shorter than the paladin. Brown hair, or sorry, black hair, brown eyes. And all you really know about them is that they have a dark uh, past that they haven't revealed too much about. If you look closely, you can see that they have kind of... Um, burn marks over their left shoulder and you don't necessarily know what that's from but uh that is a physical feature that you can see yeah uh another thing you would know is they are more than other rogues they uh pursue justice through any means necessary more than most rogues would uh yeah so that's them and I forgot to mention a uh, physical description other than height. So Finn's got brown hair and green eyes. That's all I got. And I also forgot to say that um, Blue is a half-elf. And she is generally seen as a happy-go-lucky kind of girl. Um, she always sees the good in things. And um, she... <laughs> Uh, nearly everything uh, any anything that she sees or any event or something that happens she always equates to uh something you know happening that, that as being in a omen um but everything's always positive she always sees the positive side of things and malik was a human is that correct yep malik is human and finn is half elf or sorry half -fling. I, i'm pretty sure i said halfling didn't i i don't remember yep you're a halfling and I'm a half elf. So, oh. Okay. Halfling, half elf, human. Inhuman. Those are three H's. Yep. So, why do we have a rogue with us? That is a good question. Why do we have a rogue with us, Malik? Uh, I know. Uh, maybe because they're good in, uh, like, the city environment, whereas um, people may take advantage of us. Oh, why would they do that? Because uh, we're good. I'm just hmm. to uh, keep you guys out of trouble on our, our various quests. Hmm. Well, that's good, I guess. I am an acolyte. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Thanks for that knowledge. Is that is that mean I'm a member of the church or something like that? Uh, isn't that your background or something like that? What is an acolyte? It's. I'm pretty sure it's one of the D and D backgrounds. Like you can be a hermit or an acolyte, or I think I'm an acolyte too. Ah, we're both acolytes. Yep. I think so. Acolyte is kind of like apprentice, I believe, but uh, like an apprentice priest. Yeah, person who assists the priests in religious services. Well, that's not what we're doing now. Yep. So what are we on a pilgrimage? You are in Sharn, doing whatever it is that you want to be doing in Sharn. You are currently about 900 feet up on one of the towers. It's in an open area. You've passed some really interesting warning signs that say, in case of storm, seek cover. And the picture is the clouds being around you. You're high enough that when some storms roll in, 
you could actually get caught not below it but in it. It is currently raining quite heavily and the area around you is made of clean brick and there is a waterfall which is falling from about 400 feet above you from one of the big churches. It's part of their spire sort of architecture. No one quite knows how the water gets drawn up. It could quite possibly be <laughs> magical. But it looks nice either way. And you can hear it like over the rain. you got that pouring water. Uh, it's not Niagara Falls sort of size, but it's, it's a decent sized waterfall. Hmm. It is definitely a waterfall, not a water feature sort of thing. It is actually quite, <laughs> you know, it's, it's reasonably large. And yeah, it's, it's, it's at night, it's quite dark as well because of the, the, the rain, the clouds are covering up a lot of it. There's light, which is of a magical nature on some places. Good job uh, completing our last quest. Uh, we should look for another one as soon as possible. Wait, what? We were on a quest? Were, were we? Just go with it. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, we helped that old lady find her lost cat. Well done. A grand quest it was, yes. And we did not require reward. It was good enough just to see her happy face. Come on, guys. We, we gotta start making yep. some capital here. Or, uh, we're never gonna last as a adventuring group. Well... We did get a feed out of it. And Blue's leading her um, her donkey. I guess we should... Um, I mean, it's really coming down rain. We should try and find somewhere. Mm, probably. Give me a perception check. Okay. I am so used to Genesis, I was about to say, what's the difficulty? You can yes, do what is the difficulty? <laughs> Two purple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll go so well with the, the dice here. Perception, perception. Ah. Leek does not see anything. In fact, he, uh, in trying to see more, actually blocked his own vision with his hand. I've got a 13, <laughs> which is better than blue. <laughs> well. Except actually worse than M Malik's one. I am, the, I am the shortest and the most perceptive one here. <laughs> Blue's wondering why Malik just keeps um, face palming himself. <laughs> but you do not notice anything, so what are you going to do? Well... Maybe we should go check out the, the city center and see if uh, anyone will pay us to do a task for them. We could. That won't get us out of the rain, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much up for anything. I like the rain. It's cold. Like my soul. Um, I like the rain. It's good for the plants. That is quite refreshing, isn't it? Yeah. Give me a perception check. Perhaps, perhaps we can find someone who might be able to direct us to a nearest. Perhaps we can. Let's see if we can perceive them. I see everything. I see into everyone's souls. Uh, Blue, Blue's not looking. Um, she's more concerned with just. Um, I I got a nineteen. In case anyone was wondering. Oh, uh, 
That's not good. Okay, um, somebody's lying on the ground up ahead, so how about the next thing we do is we go see if they need any help. Yeah, I see something too. There's a, like a shadow or something on the ground well, over someone's there. Someone's lying right on the ground. Come on. I suppose we should go and help. Well, yeah. And I guess I'm gonna head over. I don't know about anyone else. I need my own room. <laughs> so what did we see in front of us? Uh, or what did well, you guys see? I see a body lying on the ground up ahead, and I want to go see if they need help. Malik said he just saw a shadow. Okay, so, well, Blue will follow, but obviously she's going to be a little bit slow on leading her donkey. Not, not a fast donkey, then? Lettuce is fairly slow. Oh. Well, that's good. At least then, if we're walking and you're riding the donkey, maybe I can keep up with my tiny legs. Well, she... Uh, doesn't ride the donkey at all. The donkey's more oh. of a pack donkey. It's got okay. a pack saddle on it, and it's like if you have any extra gear or anything, that's probably where you would throw it. Like there's a shield on one side, and on on the other side is her armor with the sword. Mm. Okay, let's go see if this person needs any help. I assume so. If they're laying on the grounds, I doubt they're stargazing in this weather. You'd never know. Let's just go check. Okay, so you get there, and it is a elderly human. He is laying on his back, his eyes are open, and he looks like he is dead. I'm gonna check just to make sure that there's nothing I can do for him. Give me a medicine roll. I will do so. Ooh, plus four to medicine. Okay. That is a 17. So, is he oh. alive? I am going to say no, based on the multiple stab wounds on his chest and lack of a pulse. Uh, sadly, there is nothing that I can do for him. Uh, Malik is going to kind of look around and see if there, are, if there is anyone else uh, on the tower around the area. Give me a perception check. So Finn, is does he have anything on him? kind of thing uh money pouch or anything like that i didn't look should i Ten. you see no one else but he does carry a leather satchel which is in his hand i'll pick it up and look inside he has an identity paper that that's helpful uh should we we call someone about this like Call who? I don't know the guards. Should we go get them or something? Like we should tell someone. Does it? What does that say? Uh, I don't know. I'm illiterate. Uh, <laughs> um, that seems rather unlikely. Hang on, I'm reading it. Wait, should we all have identity papers. I don't know. Should we? I don't know. Should we? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think I have any. I do, however, have a lot of incense, if that is required. <laughs> and candles. Show me your identity papers. I have incense. Yes. <laughs> Look, I will I will prove to you I'm a cleric. Look at all my candles and my incense and my alms box and my vestments and my... I forget what else I have. My censer. So, I got a name here. It says Bono Geldum. He's the, the provost at Moorgrave University, and he teaches pre 
Gallifar history, whatever that is. Okay, um, so... Yeah, there's ink, quills, blank sheets, an apple, and there's a journal in here as well. Well, should we look for a guard-type person, and then if we can't find one, we could go tell someone at the university? We should do something, and not just leave the dead guy on the ground, is what I'm saying. Should we try and pick him up? Well, I also don't know that we should be carrying him with us, as that might look a little suspect. We need to notify the authorities and bring justice to this port fellow. That sounds good to me, but gotta find the authorities. So, just curious, with regards to authorities. Yes, who are the authorities? (laughs) Um... Uh, uh, yeah, how do, are the authorities referred to in the Eberon? watch? Hey, the watch. Ah, oh, the watch. Uh, so the party members see me pocket something from the uh, the bag. Uh, what are you taking? Uh, don't don't worry about it. It's just a little bit of silver that he had on him. And why take that? Because it was there. It's not yours. Well, he's not going to use it. He might have a family. I'll give it to them if uh, if we find them. And great idea. Just as Blue says, great idea, Finn notices something just out of the corner of her eye. His eye, sorry, because Finn's a <laughs> male this time. Yeah, this this okay. time. This time. We'll, we'll see you next time. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to... People, different characters that I'll, I'll catch up eventually. And this shadow has come over the side... And just as you noticed it, it suddenly flashes forward, like, not insanely fast, but it's fast, and... And I'm I'm the only one who's seen this? Initially, like, as soon as it starts to move, everyone sees it. Okay. And it goes straight at blue. The first ever roll of the Emily Desert (laughs) Dice. Oh. And it's going at Finn. No, sorry, it's going at blue. Haha! <laughs> so, what's your paradigm class? Uh, uh, Isn't it like 10 15, or something? No, 15. it's 13. 13. Oh, no, mine's 10 unarmored. 13 unarmored. <laughs> I have more armor class than you right now. Are you wearing your armor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you can wear that armor all the time, it's leather. Have you tried wearing chainmail all the time? No. It's too heavy. Are you guys having this conversation while you're being attacked? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Justifying. <laughs> I want to know why Blue's not wearing her armor. And apparently. So what is everyone wearing armor-wise? Or, or Leather armor. Is that it? Leather armor, oh. but I've, I've got a shield. Okay. Blue never wears armor unless she's going into battle. Right. Well, Malik? Blue's going into battle. <laughs> I I have leather armor as well, just as a, a standard. That's what I would be wearing, kind of like wearing it like you would wear clothes. Okay, so the shadow just comes leaping over the donkey, and the donkey <laughs> lets out a a bit of a wail, and it lands in front of you. You can see that it is. Initially, you think it's completely armored. It's wearing a, a cloak that's sort of wrapped around it. And you can see the light glinting off a metal face. 
and the metal arms and you think it's it's plate but it moved really easily and well and it's at that moment you realize it can't be wearing plate and it's got to be a warforged and two daggers try to open you up one at your belly and one at your neck and you, you sort of duck and you sort of weave and both miss and then you get smashed in your stomach by a kick and it felt like you got hit by something metal you take four points of damage you thump down into the ground into the onto the wet sky bridge the warforge spins and it sort of flicks its hand and Finn just gets her shield up, his shield, god see I'm gonna get used to that one up in front of his face and there's a there's a loud <laughs> ricochets off it into the night initiative all right um is it so it's i died 20 right yep i got an 18 i got a 22 tie so i got 22 who wants to go first well i think we should go first counter attack did you not say blue fell on her ass yep she can probably get up maybe Depends on how hard she fell, I guess. Or you can have Malik like run over yeah. and attack. Who's who? Who's uh, the Warforge closest to okay. me or you? Well, yeah, it's within. You've been knocked back about four feet. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I am very attentive. Rather than attack, Blue gets up, pulls her shield and sword from the donkey, and readies herself. Okay, then Malik is going to kind of hop up on the edge of the wall and kind of Naruto run over to where the um, the Warforged is, uh, drawing his dagger as he runs, okay, and is going to try and slice the Warforged. Um, so when it's an attack... Yeah, you're attacking. Um, do I add anything to the d20? Which is plus five, I think, for you. The attack bonus, or wow! Yes. Oh dear! Wow! So that... oh, no, dear. no, it's a, it's a pretty big miss. Though. Uh, so how does that play out? It's not a cat. Well, I mean, you can go with the, the one. Is yeah, not a great roll. So Malik is running along the wall and tries to do like um, a drive-by kind of thing, where they just hold the dagger out and run past. Uh, but the Warforged ducks, and Malik just kind of keeps on running, and then the the donkey that is uh, in front of him uh, kind of kicks back at the moments that he's running past and uh, knocks him down um, as it's kind of startled by the, the Warforged. So Malik is now on his butt without having dealt any damage. Okay. Because I use wisdom for spells. That is a ten. Where where is it now, and is it moving? Um, it was getting set up to uh, deal with Malik. Malik. Yeah, Finn is like raises his hands, and he's about to cast a spell, and I guess he gets distracted by Malik <laughs> having the donkey get in the way and just. And it is Cutter who goes for Finn because a. Radiant bolt of energy just suddenly lashed out into the night. What's and your armor class? It is 15. 
Ooh, that was a very violent roll. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna hit you. As the bolt flashes by, it turns and looks at you. You can see the glow of its eyes, and it leaps over and tries to to kick you. But you get your shield in front, and there's a loud bang, and it pushes you back about four feet, but you don't fall over. And as you move the shield down, you've seen it's it's moved with you. With a with a sort of grace and momentum that something this size shouldn't have. Okay. And the dagger cuts into you for five points of damage. Okay. This thing is fast and it hurts. Top of the order, blue. All right. Noticing that this um, warforged has charged Finn. <laughs> Blue lets out a battle cry and races forward towards the um, Warforged, I guess. Go for it. Have, have better aim than the rest killing. of us. <clears throat> hey. Oh. Um, I get to roll an attack. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and we're dead. We're going to lose our very first battle. <laughs> Blue rushes forward. She's yelling out, Why are you attacking us, you fool? And she <laughs> swings. And in the slippery um, uh, concrete, uh, I'm assuming, no, it's bricked, It's a bricked, uh, bricked pathway, isn't it? Yes. Um, she steps into a puddle, which is a little bit extra slippery and uh, stumbles a little bit. And rather than bringing the sword into the Warforged's back, she merely slips off to the side and is pretty much right next to Finn now. With her side to uh, Finn and the uh, Warforged. Like in between? Not in between, no. Okay. Like she's side right beside to... you. Guys. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Malik is on the other side of the donkey. So he's going to run up and try and do a, a slide underneath the donkey and then try and jump onto the okay. back of the Warforged and attack it with the dagger. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> do you need me to do a dex roll? And or... how cooperative is okay. the donkey? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, how cooperative <laughs> would the donkey be, Mr. Adam? Is this Donkey's a roll with bad. disadvantage? It's, it's called lettuce for a reason. Oh, okay. Neither do I. I my, my guess was it's because it lets you do I, things. I don't know what that means. Lettuce? Do I have disadvantage? I or... <laughs> it sounds like I was wrong. <laughs> no one got it. Except no. for Emily. Oh, did I? Okay. <laughs> I wasn't even sure I did. It's a very plastic donkey. <laughs> very, okay. very chill donkey. Oh no! Chill donkey. <laughs> well, I got a nine. This is our first adventure in the podcast, and we're all dead in the very first. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to episode one. We try and relearn how to play D and D, but then we all die, so it doesn't matter anyway. GM at this point would like to point out that double digits is favorable. So yes, we, can... we know. Oh, that Discord. Technically, my ten is double digits. <laughs> you get to roll real dice. 
We're rolling on something that's rigged. Is it? The <laughs> 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 uh, dice made in conspiracy. So it's Craig's fault. So, mm-hmm. so Malik is going to try and slide underneath the donkey, and he doesn't go far enough. Even though the stones are slippery from the rain, uh, doesn't go very far. And when he goes to stand up, just whacks his head against the bottom of the donkey. Uh, and goes back down, uh, and he starts to get back up again, tries to jump onto the Warforged, and just kind of bounces off the back of it, and lands back on his feet. Uh, I'm going to say he probably okay. does not get a chance to attack at all. Okay, I think it's got to beat 12, which oh. isn't that hard. Okay. 12. Hey, crit! Okay, so, yeah, uh, that's not going to hit. Yeah, so Finn wants to try casting another spell, but... The pain of having been stabbed is very distracting. And he can't keep up the concentration required. And instead, he just kind of stands there, bleeding, and thinking, Ow, this hurts. I Where don't know if I decide Finn that, or stabbed? the stabber decides that. Uh, upper body somewhere. Somewhere? <laughs> ha ha ha! I too. Nope. That's you. It's not going to attack your donkey. Well, it seems like um, Blue has almost gotten in between Finn and the Warforged. Did you say you've, you've casted off two spells at this guy? Uh, only one was a spell, the other was a cantrip, but yeah, I've tried. Okay. Neither of them worked. Because okay. apparently this Warforged is impossible to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if we can. Surrender. <laughs> the orcs are hitting us too much. Surrender. <laughs> Just be like, try, try and reason with it. <laughs> reason. Hello, uh, friend Warforged. We don't know why you're attacking us. Please be nice to us. Uh. If we all die? <laughs> Does 13 hit? No, it's um, my armor class is 15. Okay. So it goes for blue this time. And it's like a couple of small slashes. And then it goes down low and it like leaps upwards. Trying to drive the dagger up through the bottom of your chin. Which would have gone straight up into the top of your head. Ooh. And at the last minute you get your head back just far enough as it just sails up. You feel it cut some of the... The hair, as it sort of, your hair sort of comes around in front of your face. Top of the order. My hair? You cut my hair? <laughs> it must be an omen. It's got to be an omen. Blue swing around. How dare you? <laughs> well, yeah, she's yelling this while she's... Um, um, uh, I guess uh, this guy, the the Warforged leaped up into the air to do this. Mm -hmm. Like not massively high, but I mean it, it got down low and then it it was definitely trying to dra like drive that dagger up through the bottom of your chin into your head. So I mean it would have been a a, a a pretty big hit if it got you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, well, this you know, is. Some... Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah. Just for that, she's going to. Uh, oh, uh, so if you specifically target a part of the body, do you get 
is it like harder to hit or is no they don't have any rules for that ah okay alright so for that she's going to try and chop the guy's arm off <laughs> uh. <sighs> alright ooh 24. that's it? better in a little bit of a rage she swings around waits till the warforge lands on his feet yelling at him how dare you cut my hair as she swipes <laughs> at the dagger hand does she hit yeah, yeah 24 hits <laughs> okay <laughs> i just want to make sure <laughs> if it didn't hit we yeah, would be in five. lots of trouble yeah nothing under 25 hits and whoops not one s8 nine Okay. <laughs> is that the first, that's the first hit on this thing, yep. right? Yep. Um, oh, well, on the plus side, um, I did hit. Mm -hmm. So she swung, definitely hit, hit its arm, but sort of a grazing <laughs> blow, I guess, uh, reflected off the dagger in its hand. And the, rather than doing a, a full complete chop, um, the blade of uh, Blue's longsword slides up the, the Warforge's arm. Okay. Sharing up sparks. Yeah, sure. All right, so Malik, uh, Malik is kind of on his butt behind the Warforged that is focusing on Blue and Finn. I don't know the mechanics of sneak attack. Is it if you're completely undetected um, no, you or need... is it just if they're not focusing you? I can read what it says here. It's 1d6 extra damage on attack when you have yep. advantage or another enemy that, that, that of creature is within 5 feet. Okay, cool. So I'm going to try and sneak attack it from behind. And I want to kind okay. of jump on its back and try and cut its throat. It is a machine. Malik doesn't necessarily know if cutting its throat will incapacitate it. But that's what he's going to try. Oh, that's better. 20, 21. Does that hits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. I got a <laughs> roll the one, so that's a, a four. And you with your and you sneak attack uh, roll. Piercing. Oh yeah. Sorry. That's an extra one d six. Roll six. Roll six. Roll six. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> Once in a row. I cut another one, okay, five, so five, five damage. Uh, how's blue looking in terms of injuries since she did get hit uh, angry? Like, how injured does she look no how injured um. does she look <laughs> <laughs> not how emotionally does she look her hair's messed up and wet and um <laughs> <laughs> it's like really hard to tell with her composure at the moment because she's in full um battle stance but she got kicked quite fairly hard in the initial um Onset of the battle. Okay. Well, not having had any luck at all so far with offensive magic, and since Blue is right there, anyway, Finn is going to cast Cure Wounds, and a creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. So, I shall roll that. Eight. So you get 12 hit points! Nice. Do I get extra hit points? I don't think so. <laughs> Up to your regular. Oh. 
Yeah, so Finn's gonna reach out and grab a hold of Blue's arm and infuse her with healing magic. And that at least goes well. <laughs> can't can't hit the big enemy, but Okay, cut a also, just Malik is still kind of trying to hang on to the back of Cutter. Yep. Mine. Uh, it is fourteen. Sounds like he said drama class. It reaches back, grabs a hold of you, Ooh. pulls you over, throws you to the ground in one sort of nice fluid sort of motion, and then it drops to one knee and slams the dagger into your chest for nine points of damage. Yikes. <laughs> oh. God, that, that hurts. That oh. is a lot. <laughs> I don't know what that I, means, but I'm I on one hit right point. Now. It rips That's the dagger out, out <laughs> and looks at Finn. Oh, fun. Top of the order. <laughs> Having um, the halfling just touch her arm, Blue gets a sense of uh, vitality and seeing uh, Malik just get stabbed quite severely. She literally steps up into the face of the, uh, the Warforged, making a slashing motion down towards his legs. Oh, no. I don't write that on my character sheet. I need it in. <laughs> and here comes the uh, one which misses the Warforge and hits Malik. Oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I slashed his legs <laughs> and I missed. Oh. He's at zero hit points. I can actually do something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't heal him right now, though. 17. It's a hit. I'm out of spell slots. Whoops. <laughs> Eight. Oh. Okay. It's still alive. <laughs> Alright, so, yep. Um, she jumps in uh, virtually almost over the top of Malik. Um, she's got a shield <laughs> up. She's got a shield up towards the guy's face and she slashes at his uh, groin area and at slat and it, uh, s slices a, a nice, neat little uh, cut straight from one side of his hips to the other. Okay. So Malik is probably going to spend the turn trying to gasp for breath because the knife punctured one of his lungs. He's still alive, but barely hanging on and definitely could not get up and attack this turn if he wanted to. Uh, he might try and crawl a little bit away from uh, okay. the The Warforge doesn't look in the same sort of condition as it, as it started. It's, it's definitely showing mm. a fair amount of damage. All right. Finn. No, 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 no. no it's just... Yeah, that, the that doesn't change for uh, the exact In general, no, this thing doesn't look like, you know, it's in perfect health still. It's looking quite damaged now. Okay. Sorry? You see, you see Malik trying well, to I can't crawl right towards now, you. Because but... he knows you can heal. No, uh, he doesn't. Uh... How he, far is he Malik doesn't know from that. me? Um, probably about 10, 12 feet. 
and the um, Warforge is on the just on the opposite side of him. It's on the opposite side of him. And Blue's well, pretty yep. much standing over the top of Malik yep. at the moment. Okay, I'm gonna go stand near Malik in case he does drop to well, in case he actually dies, I can maybe do something. Okay. But uh, that's not what I'm gonna do now. I am going to once again try and hurt this Warforged. Can you please make a dexterity saving throw? Eleven. Eleven! Haha! I hit you. Barely by one. Okay. She yelled out, "Haha! I hit you." Yes. I am just pleased that the third time <laughs> is truly the charm. Okay, so that's going to be 1d8 radiant damage. And that's a 5, so... Ooh. Okay. So Finn has gone to stand kind of over Malik in case he needs to try and stabilize him from dying. Uh, but, in the meantime, he has stretched out his arms and called down some radiant flame. Upon the Warforged, who, although previously planning to make an attack, suddenly stills and then falls to the ground because it is defeated. <laughs> but he's just sputtering on the ground. Liquid chair, but he can't. Uh. uh it hurts I I so much. Uh, Blue, do you have any healing potions? Um, what is the Warforge doing? It's dead. It's dead. Oh. I killed it. Who said that? She did. Did, did God... Huh? Yeah. God told me to, to say how I killed it. Okay. And by God, I mean the DM and not uh, Baldry. <laughs> Baldry. <laughs> yeah, Bald Baldry relayed a message to me to announce <sighs> to you all how I had defeated this... Uh, this Warforge. But anyway, do you have any healing potions? Uh, Blue turns to you. Oh, thank Baldray. You had that in you. Well done. Yes, but I don't have any more healing in me, and Malik clearly needs it. Uh, uh. Um, Blue looks down at Malik. Oh, dear. <coughs> um, wait. As she heads back to the donkey, uh, apply pressure here. Okay. Uh, to the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Back hang to the donkey. On, and apply pressure here to the donkey. Blue <laughs> um, <laughs> starts pressing on the donkey. I was gonna roll medicine, and then I thought. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on. Malik has. Malik has his hand on his chest. Okay, I but will. You, you I will. See it's it's kind of going limper and limper. Applying this, pressure uh, since Blue is by the donkey. Um, Blue. Although I've only I've only got thirty five pounds of pressure to apply in me. <laughs> Blue uh, ruffles um, through in the rain. Uh, I suppose it's still raining. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's at least washing all the blood off. <sighs> uh, she pulls out her prayer book. And heads over, uh, walks back over to um, Malik and uh, hurriedly to Malik and uh, Finn <laughs> and kneels down and puts her hand on his chest and 
she mutters a few words underneath her breath. And stuff happens. What um, kind of stuff? Um, I'm just trying to look it up. Ah. Where are you? Where are you, Damien? <laughs> I'm right here. Damn it. <laughs> you, hey, it works. You're seriously okay? going to pray the stab wound away? Where the fuck do I find. <laughs> oh. Huh. That's a feature. And Malik dies while you're. Yes, <laughs> Malik dies while. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blue's trying to remember. <laughs> Blue's trying to remember what you can well, do. Time to reroll. Okay. It's okay. Hang so, on. I'm just reading. It's okay. Just uh, yeah. Don't die yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still applying uh, pressure. I'm on one. So you. I got one hit point. I'm technically not dead. <laughs> Lesson one. <laughs> I don't know if lesson Medicine one is going to be punctured lung, but. All right. Okay. So, um, she lay lays her hands on you, and um, you feel uh, uh, a lot better. Um, but you can still uh, like the bleeding is now stopped. Um, that's a glowing comes from her hand um, steals the wound uh, shut and you're actually feeling a lot lot better a lot less dying a lot less death I told oh, you oh damn you can pray stab wounds away um but, yeah she looks um, uh, after doing that she looks a feeling? little bit worn out uh you get five hit points Okay. <sighs> okay. Probably not right away. Like it's a lay on, lay on, so it takes time. I'm glad you're no longer dying. Um, I'm still kind of bleeding a lot, and also, uh, it... we still have to tell somebody about the dead body. And you do. You look up, and there is a dwarf standing there. And there is five females with him. They are wearing the green and black studded leather armor of the Shan Watch. Oh, that's handy. Just put up your swords. Come with me. I, I, I don't have a sword. What? Blue looks at him and throws her swords up in her, her <laughs> one sword in the air. Malik just kind of looks at them from the ground. Finn's sitting, Finn's sitting next to Malik on the ground and bleeding and confused because he has no sword. The dwarf looks very unimpressed. That's, that's fine. We have two wounded here. Do you mind helping us out? He looks back at the female next to him. She snaps her fingers and two come forward. They have a look. Are you well enough to travel? Someone can stop the bleeding. Uh, I'm, I'm always well enough to travel. Great. I'm fine. I'm bleeding. Blue putting her sword back away, in into not in literally in the donkey, but in the <laughs> attached to the donkey. And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. 
Um, and the watch maiden in? takes out a first aid kit and stabilizes the wound, so you're no longer bleeding. And it might Hooray. feel might feel a little bit better, like not particularly great. It wasn't any sort of um, magical sort of bit, you know. Str- right. Straps it up. So Finn, I yeah. think it is a lesson. It's an omen. We don't have any healing potions. I think. This we should get some. Go get some. Okay, we can do that. I've got what? I've got ten silver I stole from a dead guy. I told you. You said that. you were just hanging on to that so we could give it to his family. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah, we probably shouldn't use that to have healing potions so we don't all die. Where are we supposed to be going? I'm very confused, sorry. Got stabbed, did all the magic I can do, very tired. Where are we supposed to be going? The dwarf walks past, follow me, and he heads off with one of the female watch maidens in front and the others are behind following. Uh, Did we tell them about the dead body? Did they see the dead body? Two dead bodies now, actually. There's two, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Two dead bodies. So, Finn, you right to walk, or do you want yeah, to... Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not bleeding now. I'm just tired. I'm, sh- I'm sure Lettuce wouldn't mind you sitting on top of him. Uh, if he wouldn't mind. Malik is going to kind of get onto his knees and then try and get to his feet, uh, clutching his chest where he was stabbed. Uh, it's mostly become scar tissue due to was healing uh, but he's still very drained he lost a lot of blood Blue picks up the halfling and puts him on top of the donkey excellent, much taller are you right there Malik? I'm fine don't don't worry about me it's merely a flesh wound unless they're not but what are they if they're not? uh yeah. Blue points to her hair. Blood wounds. Not a, that's not a wound. That is a wound. Unfortunate, perhaps, <laughs> not a wound. Unfortunate? Yes, unfortunate, and I am sorry. You know how long it's going to take to get this even? I'm sure it's an omen. It must be an omen. <laughs> should have exported that as an LP, uh, LP3, an MP3. Mm. New format? LP? Yeah, new, exactly. Straight to, right. straight, to, straight to vinyl? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, our podcast is only released on vinyl. On vinyl now? <laughs> the uh, only way to listen to this podcast is to have big, a record yeah, player. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, then we can make our own record player and sell it. Oh, Yeah. A crit fail record player. A branded, a branded record player. Uh, what it was... already comes to you already broken. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. With an apology letter. From me. Yeah, from him. I'm very sorry this was broken. Uh, we sent it to you anyway. I don't know why.
Sorry. Please enjoy your Patreon gift. Critfile <laughs> by name, Critfile by nature. Yeah, I, I should have just done that because I could have checked exactly um, where? where we ended up. Because I don't think... Oh, oh, did I? Did I do... You know, occasionally I amaze even myself. Oh, that doesn't sound too hard. They let us go. It's the only explanation for the ease of our escape. Easy. You call that easy. <laughs> They're tracking us. Not this ship system. Chris, Chris, can you name the quote? Nope. <laughs> I thought I'd try. <laughs> yeah, she'll be right, mate. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What's the worst that could happen? Right? What's the worst that could happen? Ah, that's the question. There's no answer. Ah, no Q and A. Q A, not Q and A. Pucks, you should know. <laughs> they, they, they had they had the questions, but not not the answers. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yeah, because I looked at my clock and it was like nine thirty. I was like, oh shit, I better get up because we're going to start in like half an hour. And so I sat. In Discord alone. <laughs> that just sounds sad. <laughs> I just sat in Discord alone. I think oh, Emily no. felt felt sorry for me, so she joined finally. Finally? <laughs> I don't think I was that late after eight. I know. You're the one who doesn't believe in cloning, though. So. <laughs> I didn't say I don't believe in cloning. What? Yeah, Emily is an anti-cloner. What? Ah. <laughs> the truth comes out. So, so you really hate the prequels then? <laughs> <laughs> so, so for you, episode two is just called Attack of the... Attack of the people who all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting... That is really interesting. I don't actually not believe in clones, just so you know. Episode five. Hang I on. don't actually not believe in clones. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Star Wars movie now? Oh, please. This is getting overly complicated. <laughs> Chris, what just did you want to say? Just Skywalker, mate. Malik, what in the blue blazes are you doing? Hang on. Cypher? Cypher! Cypher! Am I Irish? The dwarf turns around. Cypher! <laughs> Cypher, we thought you moved to Seattle. <laughs> She's just, uh... to, to learn about computers, whatever those are. <sighs> the entire game's a blooper reel. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Like, can, can, what kind of play a female character that doesn't speak Irish? <laughs> I don't know. Why can't you? I'm not sure you've actually started doing one yet. <sighs> oh, you're on the actual Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, you bastard. <laughs> that was safer too. Are you? Uh, do you want to try that again, or just leave that? <laughs> I think I think it'll happen again. Factory hack. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hang on. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Blah. <laughs> so, Ma- <laughs> Malik. 
Will be gotcha. I can't help it. <laughs> You're breaking the jam. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. <sighs> I'm gonna mute. Excuse me, Malik. Oh, uh, what be what? What is it you be doing? Uh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> shot you can do this okay okay i'm gonna be quiet again. all right okay hey malik what it is you think you're doing on the war forged is it dead oh and there i go again close. so close <laughs> no, like, you almost you're had doing it so well and the war forged oh fuck it no, i'm just gonna, i'm just gonna stick with the accent <laughs> <laughs> oh blue i didn't think you had an accent last time we talked Blue's just suddenly developed an aneurysm. An aneurysm? And now she's talking with an accent. Oh, that kick just hit me quite hard in the chest. I've seen it knock a bit of a... It hit you in the chest, so you have an accent now? Yep. Okay. I mean, I was... Me larynx is permanently changed. I was uh, stabbed in the chest, so maybe I've got an Irish accent now, too. I was stabbed uh, in the shoulder, well, and I don't think I have any kind of an accent now. I can't hear any accent on you. I'm That's just uh, inspecting this warforged here, and... Uh... That's not <laughs> an Irish know. accent! You know what? <laughs> There's a reason I don't play characters with accents. Uh... <laughs> Crikey, this is fair dinkum stuff. And that's got a little what? Irish in there. Fuck me. <laughs> you can't even do a bad Australian accent. You're just Cypher trying to do an Australian accent. What a crappin' fest. What are you doing down here? I prefer the back door. What? <laughs> well, context is really important. Huh? Just a... <laughs> You're welcome for that. Uh, These said role players aren't childish. I clearly missed something again. (laughs) You've missed it, Emily. Did you miss that? Did you totally miss that? Are you? Huh? Really? She's so innocent. She is. That, that's the political. Okay. They make fun of me because they say things and I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. okay. Well, something happened. But anyway, we're not setting a trap, I guess. Also, don't put that one on a t shirt. That's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Malik prefers the back door. <laughs>
Thank you.